Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Here's another one about finding out what is lurking outside your comfort zone. This episode, I head down to experience an obstacle race with two friends, Bob and Tim. This particular obstacle race is the Spartan Stadium at Fenway Park. They say the Spartan is the world's best obstacle race. And Fenway Park, a place where legends like Ted Williams, Yaz, Pedro Martinez played, holds a special place in my heart for sure. Fenway and Boston was and is a notoriously tough place to play sports, so it kind of seems like the right place to uh, experience a little adversity. And I think some of the uh, beauty in this adventure lies in my lack of preparation. They say Spartan Race will change your life, so we head down to Fenway Park to find out. As always, this episode is brought to you by the world-famous Tortuga Soap Company. All the kinds of things you need to keep you looking and smelling good, tortugasoap.com. Put in the discount code podcast and get 20% off your order. And this episode is also brought to you by Port City Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, located in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, uh, portcitybjj.com. So if you're ever in the area, make sure you check it out. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, Get out there, people, and challenge yourselves. Peace. We've all survived. Spartan 2019, Fenway Park, Boston. Aru. 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 And we have Tim with us now. Happy to be here. Fuck, Tim. We're happy to have you. Of the Clan Greer. That's G R E E R. So that was awesome. I enjoyed that thoroughly. Me too. It's a great morning activity. Um, it was cold in the beginning, and yep. I was like, man, this is cold. The, oh. the porta potty that was completely full of shit. It full was a, it was statement. It was overflowing. It was a mountain of shit. Yeah, like quite literally brimming with duty. Whoever went last had to be standing straight-legged above the bowl. <laughs> so you know that person still has shit in their pants. <laughs> 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 they were... Standing, oh, like standing on top of that, dropping bombs. Yeah, <laughs> dropping shit bombs. Carpet bombing. Yeah, that was disgusting. But part of the experience. Part of the experience. Yeah. yeah. Part of the experience. Um. So we showed up, right? Our thing was supposed to be at eleven thirty, but Tim's got shit to do. I do. And so we parked like right next to the thing. <coughs> yeah. Good. Got the nine forty-five start time. Very accommodating uh, these these Spartan people. They were very. I, I they was, run a good event. Yeah, yeah really. I really. thought we'd have to do some cajoling, but uh, they were very forthcoming with that extra time slot. Inside historic Fenway Park. Um, That's special. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Locker room. Green monster. Locker room push-ups. Yep. I'm not much of a, a baseball fan, um, but like coming out onto the field. Out of the dugout, I wasn't expecting that. And looking out onto the field and seeing the stands, I thought that was pretty cool. Super cool. Um, what was the hardest? I mean, that was so to me, to be honest, that was like perfect. It was like 
it was hard. Like it was a good hard workout, but like I'm not gonna. I don't feel like I'm gonna die from right. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was like it was fun. Um, but like we were just talking about, you can like you could go whatever speed you wanted to like push yourself to pretty much. Yeah, um, if you wanted to win that race, you would have to beat yourself up pretty bad. Right. But some people kind of cruise through it together and and kind of hike their way through it and help each other with obstacles. And, yeah. But. Yeah, take your like take a second when you need and kind of recollect. That's I. That's one of the the things that I liked about it is there's a degree of fun to it because it's not super serious. You know what I mean? You drive in, you do your thing, take an hour or two, and then you've had like some exercise for the day. You've had some fun team sports, and then you're on your way home to do your thing. Um, what was your favorite obstacle, George? I don't know, man. I could tell you that that bike was the bikes. The assault bike is killer. Yep. That thing, I was felt good until that thing. Tim and I both ride bikes. So when I saw assault bike, I'm like, ah, piece of cake. Yeah. Oh. I, got on, I stood up, I started going hard, and I got like a third of the way through it. And I'm like, wow, this fucking bike is harder than my bike. Dude. This thing <laughs> hard. It's, it's, I think part of the mental game is like not going as hard as you can. Because That's exactly what I did. I, I, started, I, like, I went a third of the way through really fast, and then I'm, like my intensity just started yeah. to grind down. I started like punishing it right out of the gate, and I was like, wait a second. I've got quite a bit to go <clears throat> after this. Let me pump the brakes here for a second. Yep. I thought that the burpee thing was hard, too. Oh, the, yeah. The the weighted, weighted. Uh, that was pretty cool because you had to like clean and like clean throw up a 55-pound tube. In a burpee. It was basically like a snatch with a burpee. Yeah. Yeah. I like climbing shit. I enjoy the little climby things, you know? So the, the yep. fucking rope thing. Yeah, rings and rope like climbs rope and thing. different hangy rigs. Yeah. Those are super cool. I uh, like the spirit, though, just because fuck. it was my best performance ever. I don't know. I like, let's just pretend like the spear throw didn't want to slide happen. past that. <laughs> the, the spear throw is the toughest thing for everybody. Like if you take these seriously and you're a competitor, you can be like, you know, in first or second place. And then you botch the spear throw and you're doing burpees and the other people are just blowing by you. Dude, you can lift the weight a hundred times and get strong, but you could throw something a hundred times and still suck at throwing. Yeah. You, you can, or you can just miss the spear throw for whatever reason. Yeah. It, it like, it's demoralizing missing that throw and knowing that you got to <clears throat> go hammer out burpees yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tying this into jujitsu a little bit, right? Cause we came as, as team port city BJJ. We did. Um, was, you know, going off what you said, like running through the stands, like there was a point where I was like, what the fuck is this going to end? Yep. You know, but that little voice in the back of your head that says, don't quit and don't let other people make you look like a bitch. I feel that all the time <laughs> on the mat. <laughs> you know, you just got to stay calm and keep doing what you're doing and just yeah, yeah. fight your way through it. That long stretch of running through the bleachers that got old. Yeah. And I was like, ah, yeah. when is this going to end? Yeah. I definitely was not going to let George show me up out there. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I was just like, cause dude, there is a thing to like not knowing. And I had to watch, like I watched, I had to watch you guys do stuff. Cause I was like, you know, the things where you got to do like the little crawling under stuff. I had no idea. I, I have a confession. I had a, a really weak strategy at those when we were just running through the bleachers forever, which was my strategy was like, like down the throttle just a little bit 
Tim and George are eventually going to come up on a crew of slow people, and then I'll be able to catch <laughs> all the job. Yeah. Running so hard, it never happened, dude. The I guys was... ended up like a whole row ahead of me, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm such an asshole." I kept trying. I, I should have was... stayed on his heels instead, because the whole race there was like bottleneck, and then right. we go fast, and it bottleneck, and I was, I was figuring to... it would, but it never did. I was trying to take the same tact when I was behind George. I'm like, "All right, he's gonna, you know, get behind somebody, and I can kind of relax a little bit." But he would get behind somebody and then pass them. I was like, "You motherfucker! <laughs> that is not how we're supposed to be doing this." <laughs> 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 right. So then I had to go even harder to catch up the space that I just gave to him. Part of me, there is a, you know, there is a fucking competitive part of my of like that. Even if you're doing it for fun. It's still like, well, we could, we should be beaten. Even when before we started, I thought to myself, like I, the big red team, they were a huge red team. Yeah, let them oh, all yeah. go. Deep down, I was a little bit pissed off inside, and I was like, I'm gonna pass every one of them people. Amen. And I don't know why, like, because I, I, I wasn't we all mad. Have that voice, right? Well, when you come up to somebody that's 200 pounds of not the fittest type of weight, and you're behind them, right, and you're just letting yourself stay behind them, like. There's a degree of, you know, demoralizing this behind that. You know what I mean? Because you should be able to just go around and do your thing. I just have a little, I do have a sh- thing where I'd like to win. I do want to win, you know? I do. I'm, I'm, I'm to used win. to not winning, so. Right. <laughs> I mean, me too, but I still want to win. I just want to finish in one piece. Usually. Yeah. And I'm okay with not, like, whatever, like, you know, but I still do want to win. Like, well, I dude, always think, like, I want to win. Yeah. Look at these beautiful participation awards we got. We did. And those, so dude. everybody's a winner. Right? Um, Finisher medals. Yeah. We got, we got nice. Exactly. Um, we finished. We got a bunch of good stuff, too. Little bars and. Uh, yeah. Some beef jerky. Um, how fast do you think the person go- does that right there that wins? The person that wins does that whole 30 thing minutes. in around or under 30 minutes. Because yeah. we did it in, like, an hour. Yep. Yeah, we were on pretty chill. When we did the Beast at Killington, which was like, I think, 1,500 or 15,000 feet of elevation. And it was 9,000. Yeah, 16 miles over 9,000 feet of elevation gain. That that took me uh, like five hours and 45 minutes. And aside from when I felt like I was going to die, I was pushing pretty hard. And the dude that won that, I think, did it in 90 minutes. 90 minutes. 90 minutes. And like... The beast, yeah, the beast, and it's one thing to say it, but being on that course, seven like, miles, right? How many miles? Sixteen yeah. miles, nine thousand feet of elevation gain, like forty something obstacles, heavy carries, hundred yards of crawling under barbed wire and pig slop mud, and swimming and rope climbing out of water. Yeah, you have shit. to swim in a freezing cold river, right? And climb up a rope ladder, and then do like there's little knots on a Tarzan 12 swing. foot 12 inch little ropes and you have to swing across the bottom of the bridge and jump back in the water and swim out like tough stuff they they, they grind you really hard and that the guy that won did it in an hour and a half yeah i don't think i could run 16 miles on a flat track in an hour and a half seriously yeah he's if i tried quick. to kill I mean, myself that's an athlete yeah and he was a pretty gangly looking dude like very unassuming you know um in terms of his appearance yeah <coughs> Tim, why do we do these things? Why did we just do that? Um, camaraderie and challenging yourself. And I guess it's better than sitting up and tur- uh, you know getting up in the morning and turning on the TV. I know that right this moment. 
that it is. Yes. But it feels like before you're like, why the fuck am I really doing this? I, mean, I feel right now though. I'm like, everything. yes, like yeah. this was great. Like we should do this all the time. Because in 32 years, I've learned just enough to know that this feeling is on the other side of that. Why the fuck am I doing this when I get right. going? Every time, every get, time it started, is it's the hard part. It's the hard part. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of mornings where the alarm goes on and a blanket is so seductive. So seductive. That's a very good and way And the to colder and the darker it gets, the more seductive the warmth of the blanket is. And yep. it gets harder and harder to get up and go. But I've never got up and went and been like I should have stayed in bed. I never had that, that feeling. Right. Very it's true. always worth it. Yeah. No, there's no way. Like, we just did that and I was like, I definitely don't feel like we shouldn't have done You know, like, that was well worth it. But I have. Super fun. Definitely many times gone the other way yeah. and gotten up at 11 o'clock and then felt like a piece of shit for the rest right. of the day. Like, why didn't I I'm just get up and go do I'm never going to get that day back. Uh, yeah, exactly. Wish I wouldn't have fucking slept that long. Yeah. Um, one vote for... now. This is another vote for jujitsu, right? In my growth, maybe. The last time I did this, um, I did no training, basically. I trained the same for the thing. Like, I did jujitsu. Yep. You know? Uh-huh. And uh, same for this one, really. I mean, I ran some... But, like, jujitsu will get you through the things, right? And even the competition, you're like, if you compete in jujitsu, Tim and I were talking about, it's like, when you, like, I get nervous before every competition, no matter what it is. Amen. I don't, I, I just do. And I always have. But, like, we're doing this, and I'm like, like, we're standing in the in the corral thing. And I've stood, stood in the, the bullpen in, you know, at the IBJJS, which is a big tournament. And, uh. Standing in that one, you're like, you know, I'd start to get, a, I was like, oh, a little, and then I was like, well, nobody's going to like choke me in this thing. You know, nobody's going to try to break my arm off. There's no takedowns where I might, you know, look stupid in front, you know, I was like, and I could actually just run like, I did this thing for the most part. We were running around and I was like able to look around and like say, oh, this is really fun. Like this is plenty nice. of selfies. Like, Took some selfies, but like I was able to like, uh, you know, enjoy the moment where sometimes you do stuff and you can't really, maybe, I don't, maybe a deficiency on my part. I don't know. I mean, using the jujitsu example, like in a tournament, like you can do that for fun, but it's got to be the byproduct of the effort you're putting in. Cause if you relax, somebody's going to arm lock you or fucking ankle lock you or choke you out. Right. Here, you don't have that problem. No. No. You just like look around, like you're like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, like taking the sights. Yeah, look at all these people. And then we'd run fast for a little bit, and then we'd stop. And and the vibe is great. All the people are in a great mood. Mm -hmm. The staff's awesome. The people you meet are awesome. Yep. Which so brings us. We're talking about. I forget when we were waiting in line, and like, you know, however many people do this. So there's like ten thousand people today, who said like, you know what. I'm going to go out and do this shit. Like instead of, that's a lot of people. Yeah. That's a lot. And there's a lot of people doing it that you wouldn't think like you'd like look at them and they're not in shape or whatever. Shout out to those motherfuckers. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? This, this could be the beginning of dude. A, Amen, a really yeah. awesome. Good for you. Stretch of turning their life around. Like they're, uh, they went out and did the same thing we just did. <clears throat> so good for them for doing that. And there was a lot of people like just, you know, yeah. people that are like trying to get in shape. Or like I or think something. of, you know, and h- however many people we came across, like in the thousands, right? Yeah. I don't think I saw anybody that wasn't trying. You know, everybody's yeah. degree of what they can do is different, but like everybody is out there trying. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is respectable. Yep. So there is hope. 
There is hope. Yeah, I'll, hope. I'll take yeah. that as a lot of optimism. That Amen. thousands of people showed up all day Saturday and all day Sunday right. to do something to like fill this. up that porta potty. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Instead of staying under the blankets, leaving the proverbial shit behind dude. you, dude. Thing was disgusting. But dude, back to your point, like about being nervous and stuff like that. Talking about the tournament, so like the the one and only jujitsu tournament that I did, and this goes true for anything like Spartans, whatever. Like my nerves are so fucking crazy, and that's yeah. like I have that for everything in my life. And there's a big part of me that would love to just like stay in a blanket with my dog on the couch all day and never have to experience that. But one of the th- and I was thinking about this the other day, like. You know, we get this one life and it's about experiences and what you can do and yada, yada, yada. Um, it's it's more about what you have on the other side of that experience. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, with jujitsu is, is a great example of that, right? Because you can be awesome. You can suck. What well, doesn't really matter. Like at some point, your body is going to. I don't want to say let you down, but it's going to slow down, right? But what you have left is in your mind and what you're able to push your mind through, right? So no matter what, if you can stay up with your mind and you can push through mentally, you have that on the other side. And, you know, the strongest person, the weakest person, like that's also kind of an equalizer, right? So it's about how you're going to feel afterwards. So go through that, that nervousness or that challenge or whatever, because it's going to be what you have on the other side of that, which is the feeling of accomplishment and having had an experience that you wouldn't have had otherwise. Yeah, we just went out there and... Because I'm getting old, man. I've, I'm losing my... Well, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm not, but I'm looking. I'm like, at some point, I'm going to start losing some I, I think physicality. I think you can get stronger probably deep into your 50s. I, I believe they say that the, the peak of a male in terms of what you have mentally and physically... All things said and done, your peak is like mid forties. Mid forties. Yeah, there I am peaking right now. So there is a <laughs> peaking. I just hit my yeah. peak, dude. Uh, but that, but you know, I think about that a lot. What you're talking about because there's a time where you know my physical attributes, which are not many anyway, they're going to be gone. So I got to use my brains or whatever. But. Um, but we're building it up right now. We did just build it. Like, we just tore through some obstacle shit, right? Yep. Built our little, uh, built our thing up. But for some reason, she just reminded me of this thing, right? And so, I uh, I got to look at this thing because I'm also, like, super, um, super anal. And I got to check and make sure things are working. Um, the, if, like, something happens and I... Somebody like random tells me something one day. It's like, hey, dude, you know, sugar's bad. And like some other random person somewhere else tells me that. And I'm like, fuck, really? Like, and I hear it enough. I'm like, all right, maybe the universe is telling me I don't need to eat sugar anymore. Or like, so now I listen to these things. The other day, Chris Laflamme says to me, he's like, if you knew you were going to die tomorrow, what would you do? And I was like, or what would you regret? I think was his oh, thing. Oh god, maybe. that's a heavy one. Ah, right. This was Shit. a sauna talk. So uh, I was like, goddamn. I was like, man, you know. <clears throat> and I, I, you know, I, I started thinking about it, and I was like, that was interesting. So it's something to think about. Did you and give then, him an answer? I did. I said, you know, the first, the thing that popped into my mind was like, 
you know, like, you know, like I thought of it in terms of like things, bucket listy things. And I was like, man, I always wanted to travel around the world for like six months, you know, and like do crazy shit around the world. That was the thing I thought of. But I thought like, so then I'm listening to this audio book, um, Living with the Monks by Jesse Eitzler, I think is his name. And dude, the next day, the guy says the same, like, he's like, what if you were going to die tomorrow? And I was like, holy shit. And he goes into like this thing. And so I was like, man. So then I started writing about like, you know, like what I feel like I gave it a hundred percent. Like if I, if it was like, dude, you're going to die tomorrow. Would I feel like I gave a hundred percent in this life? The answer is no. I wasted a bunch of fucking time and whatever else. And what this is shit I would regret. And I started thinking about deeper shit, you know, about whatever regret, but it's like, Maybe we got it. And I think whatever, it's a stoic thing. Like you got to live like you're going to die tomorrow every day. That's true. Um, But speaking of experiences that you would regret and shit that you've done that you'd regret, like, yes, on like a particular basis, I have a lot of that. But at the same time, had I not gone through those things, I definitely wouldn't be sitting here with you guys because my path would have gone somewhere else. So it's like, I'm living a life that I'm super pleased with now. And as a sum of my experiences, like I'm very happy with what I've been through because of where it's led me today. You know what I mean? And it's given me a perspective that I definitely would not have had otherwise. And like some of that shit, you can't be taught. Like somebody can't tell it to you. You have to go through it in order to have it and experience it. I'm going to cite some heavy metal lyrics. Please do live my life. Like I'll die tonight. And dream like I will live forever. Who is that? Machine Head. Oh, rad. Uh, <laughs> Great lyric. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Who would have thought? So right. eloquent. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, yeah, well, you got to go and f- make mistakes and fail. You know what I mean? I don't think that's there's anything wrong with that. Like, it's the, t- the thing that maybe the time that I regret is like the things I were like is when you're hanging out with your wife and kid or whatever and you're looking at the fucking phone. Mm. You know what I mean? That is wasted fucking shit that's a good point that not like going out and failing and making mistakes like going out and failing and making mistakes that's good that's living that's like that's where you're supposed if you can recover from them you know that's good it's the stupid stuff like you know staring at your fucking phone or watching tv you know instead of being mindful or present of the people were you were with, yeah. you know, and enjoying like <laughs> like today present. being present, like, yeah. and I was able to do that for a little bit of the like that little, you know, we we're up there running through the, we were up on the top and it's kind of like sunny and I was looking at the city and I was looking down at the thing and I was like, oh man, this is like really cool. Uh, I would like to be able to do that more, you know, that's a goal, but like cut out the wasted time stuff maybe is what I'm thinking of like because all those fuck ups do do make you like what you are right and get you to here um and you learn from them the phone is a good example though man i think about that all the time like the amount of attention i give to my phone for literally the most stupid frivolous shit yeah. is quite frustrating and I can be looking at my phone for like 30 minutes and then like look up and have this moment where I feel like I'm completely out of my body and have like a warm, fuzzy blanket on my brain because it's just made me stupid for 30 minutes. There's an app for that. 
What is it? Is it called Life? <laughs> no, no. There's actually like things that monitor your screen. Oh, the screen keep time. track yeah, of it. Right. I forget what it's called, but there's this little icon of a monk, and it monitors your screen time. Of a monk. And, yeah. Mm. Interesting. And the urban monk. Yeah. yeah. The urban monk. And but I I threw it on my phone just to see how much time I was wasting. Yeah. Uh, I was averaging like. 35 to 45 minutes of screen time a day well i know good and old iphone has that built in it's so a lot less than other people i know some other people that still use a the lot app, though and they were doing like 25 to 30 hours a week of screen time right and it's crazy but yeah 30 hours a, that's a full-time job almost it's a lot of screen time it becomes a there's <coughs> a thing too i mean this happens to me right where i'm looking through the phone and i put it down and then I look at something else and I look back at the phone and I pick it back up and I'm looking at it just yeah. because I saw it, you know? So whatever. That's the thing that like... Oh, I didn't have it turned on. The numbers it would have given me, I'm sure, would have been depressing. Mm. I started trying to leave it behind. Like, if I go out to dinner with the wife, I leave my phone in the car. Yeah. Mm. It helps me be more present. Yeah. Because I don't have like that mm. in my pocket and I'm like, ah. Oh. Or even the Phantom. But you get the Phantom one? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I've yeah. gotten the Phantom oh, in my yeah. pocket. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's weird. Um, yeah. It's, Instagram is what fucks me up. I, I, I don't like, and it's always showing me the same shit. So I don't know why I continue to look. Yeah. Always the same shit. Yep. There's a, I don't, you know, there's a moderation thing in there somewhere. Mm, not my strong suit. Not mine yeah. either. But there is a thing, and we'll get better at it. We'll keep practicing. We can do this. We can do this, Tim. Aru. Aru. <laughs> um, so what did we... So here's... I learned that you better have some gloves in the cold one, but you can't use the gloves for everything. No. You know, I had to take the gloves off. My gloves were... When we did that 100-pound medicine ball carry, Bad, but that my was, gloves slipped on that surface. Yeah. And my first attempt, I got it up, and it just slipped right out of my hand. So I had to, like, S-grip. Because my gloves stuck to my gloves. Yes. But yeah, that set me back a little bit. Yes. I learned wipe your hands before you do the monkey, the ring things. Yeah. Because that, I mean, that I did them, but it was like, I could feel my hands slipping. And I was like, man, I better fucking get this shit together here. Because yep. Tim's watching me. I, <laughs> yes, always. Always. <laughs> um, so I guess then what I learned is to keep an eye on George. Mm. Um but because uh, his spear throwing is pathetic. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I wish I hadn't seen it because I'll never get it out of my never. mind. Never. And Bob gave me <coughs> tips, but yeah, and they all went the, out the, the window. The, the tips don't set in if you don't get to throw the spear a couple times right. to kind of figure it out. Yeah. You know, it's like if somebody told you a, a, a technique for an escape on the drive to an event, and you you're like, why didn't that technique work? Well, you you didn't practice it yet 10,000 times yeah uh, Tim and I spent a lot of time throwing spears at hay bales to kind of really dial yeah. it in I oh yeah those. I must have thrown at least a thousand reps of throwing spears yeah. over and over again and we do it after like running um circuits on the obstacle course so that you're training for that you know when your heart's beating fast and you're breathing heavy and you still need to try and you know dial in and be on point yeah, um, we were doing like I think we were doing like six throws a lap and three yep. laps a workout. Yep. So. so the I would say you know a long time ago the Riddler and I were sitting in a hot tub, and uh, I like the way this started. And I told them I was like Riddler, I don't know where this came from at this point. I'm sure it's recorded somewhere, but like I I was like 
when I want to do, if there's something I remotely want to do, I'm just going to go do it. You know, I'm not saying no to shit I want to do anymore, like, because I think I'm cool or because, like, I think whatever, the people are going to laugh or I'm just going to go fucking do it. That's actually how the podcasty thing started. Because right after that, he's like, you want to do a podcast? I was like, sure, what the hell, you know, let's go, let's experience some shit, right? Because life is short, I want to experience all this stuff before I die. Like, that's why I was considering joining the military at 45 because <laughs> I want to experience it you know like man I, I was like man I'd like to go do that for two years or whatever it is like you know but I'm not too old but like this is the thing today right was the, was one of those things like whatever would happen in the sauna that day and we were talking and uh, a lot of people said they were going to do it but us three we can't and I don't care like if people say they're going to do it and then don't it doesn't matter to me like that's just life it's people, on them bro yeah and then whatever it's like shit pops up money whatever you know but like the three of us did we came down and do it and I do not regret it like it was came, super fun conquered man we did Mini it, was, it was super fun it was a great experience yeah so thank you guys for coming down with me thank thanks you thanks for being part of it tell your girlfriend happy birthday I definitely will yeah um Fist bumps. Fist bumps. Round. Thanks, boys. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> Aroo. Aroo. <laughs>